0: hey guys welcome to another episode of the mia experience um this episode is kind of just impromptu i've been just sitting thinking about some things today and i just wanted to get some things off my chest this is kind of gonna be a letter to myself basically um thank you guys for listening if you are tuning in um I just want to say, I had a discussion earlier with my boyfriend about some things that have happened in my past and just look back at some old experiences that I've been going through. I talked to one of my sisters about some things yesterday and I just want to say that I'm, I'm really proud of myself and my growth over the last couple of years. Um, from being 18 to 22 I've definitely learned a lot about myself in these last couple of years um, and I just want to say that I I'm proud of myself from being 18 and wanting to be so independent and on my own so bad that I did whatever I could do to get away from home. I, I don't get me wrong, I love my family, I love being at home now. But just when I was in when I was in high school I just felt like nobody really got me and I still kinda feel that way sometimes now but I feel like at this point in time in my life I'm at a point where I'm okay with who I am and why I am the way that I am. Granted, there's definitely some things about myself that I'm learning and working to change, but um, as far as my mindset and how far I've come in that aspect of life and just the things that I've seen over time that have molded me into who I am, I'm very proud that a lot of the things that I've gone through haven't changed me very much. As some people would say, I definitely don't look like what I've been through Um, from being sick to just dealing with bad friendships and toxic relationships and having PTSD from those relationships. But, you know, it's, it's definitely been a growth experience um for those of y'all who don't know last year i was in a very very toxic relationship with a man that i'll say we definitely sped things up a little bit too quickly Um, that was the first time i ever lived with a man and took care of somebody else besides myself on a regular basis and i just as i was telling my sister I just felt smothered like I didn't realize up until a couple weeks ago that a lot of the things that I was going through with him were abusive behavior whether it be verbal abuse mental abuse Um, he never really abused me physically but I will say there were times where I felt like and if you want to be technical about it that he was sexually assaulting me because it got so bad to the point where when we first got together, you know, it was great. It was fun. We went through the honeymoon phase but over time we kinda things kinda escalated very quickly. At that time I was also, um in the I was also meeting my sorority sisters and getting to know them and all of those things and getting to know my fraternity brothers and all those things and that really bothered him and he was very insecure about a lot of things um he accused me of always wanting to cheat on him or thinking I was going to leave him and different things like that and you know there was nothing that I could do to prove to him that I was not going to be unfaithful to him that I didn't have a desire to be unfaithful to him at all but there was nothing that I could do to change his mind about those things. He was battling his own demons. Um, he also had substance abuse issues. For those who know me, know that I do smoke very regularly. Um, not now, not as much as I used to, but I did used to smoke very regularly. Um, and if you know me, you know that I don't deal with abuse substance abuse very well especially things that have to do with like hardcore drugs or alcoholism or anything like that I really I try to stay away from those things because I know as people say weed is a gateway drug but I just personally can't deal with the hardships that come with being with someone that deals with those type of things I personally can't I'm I'm learning to be emotionally intelligent but being able to deal with my own emotions as well as dealing with someone else and battling my own demons as well as helping someone battle theirs is very, very hard. Um, And he wasn't honest with me about a lot of it until it was too late. And at that point, I began to feel smothered. Um, It was so bad to the point where I would not come home to my home I paid for. I moved off campus um, that year when I came back to Varasta because um, those of you who know me you know I took a semester off in 2017 because 2016 I was diagnosed with diabetes type 2 diabetes and I took a semester off just to kind of get my health together try to wean myself off of some of all the medicine that they had me on at the time because it was making me feel so terrible um, it still does, but it's not as bad because I'm not on as much medication. But just learning to love myself again and be okay with being alone. And, um yeah, I, I found comfort in him for a good bit of time. And I couldn't deal with... um not even I couldn't deal with being alone, it's just he he gave me the attention that I was seeking at that time. And I can genuinely say I wanted attention. And he gave it to me and I took it and ran with it and things kinda escalated a lot further than they should have. Um, we probably weren't supposed to end up together but I was told to give him a chance because he was always a very nice guy and then, you know, can be very deceiving so and first impressions are very deceiving um, when I did give him a chance like I said things didn't really pan out the way that I wanted to he was very dishonest with me about his alcoholism he was very insecure when it came to me being around um, other guys whether it be friends fraternity brothers uh, org members anything like that um, he never wanted to be away from me. I could leave my house, and he would call me 10 to 15 minutes later just to sit and talk on the phone with me. Um, I'm not very big on PDA, and he was very, very overly affectionate to the point where it made me and the people around me very uncomfortable. And like I said, I would I would hide from him. I would... Um, I would go stay on campus with my best friends just to get away from him. I had to smoke to be around him, and smoking to be around him didn't work because when I was around him, he would blow my high. So, then I just couldn't even enjoy myself. I didn't have peace of mind in my own space anymore, and I just I couldn't do it. I I've never considered cheating on anyone, and I genuinely almost cheated on him. Um, I I even went as far as to try to get away from him, because some people don't know, I almost got put out of my apartment because of him. I was letting him stay with me, and I almost got put out of my apartment because of that. And he just couldn't take the fact that I thought that it was a good idea that we needed space from each other we can still be together, but I need space for you for my own personal sanity, and my personal health, and for yours as well, you have, you're older than me, and there's no reason that I should <laughs> um, sorry guys, somebody caught me, um, I just, I genuinely feel like there was no reason that um, I should have to want to be away from you that bad. The person that was my best friend, the person that I wanted to be around all the time. And I used to get excited to come home and just be around him. Like, I couldn't even enjoy that anymore. Because when I was around you, I was stressed, I was smothered. And it was like, I learned his patterns when it came to how he would lash out at me. I learned his patterns as to how he would want sexual favors from me when I wasn't interested in performing them at all. And it got so bad to the point where I couldn't even tell him no. I felt like, I personally felt like I couldn't tell him no without having to hear him his mouth about it and having to hear how unwanted he felt and just to save myself the burden of having to listen to that I would just be like you know do what you gotta do bro I'm not moving I'm not getting up I'm not doing anything but if you just feel like you just need to relieve yourself and you know have your way have your way I'm not doing anything but you got it I'm not moving, like, and he would do it, and it's like, that's not a relationship, that's not love, and the night that we broke up, I have proof of this, I have a video of it, I have recordings of it, because it was just that stressful and intense that, um, He got very, very drunk, and the night we broke up that next morning, um, he knew that I was going home for summer break to come home and work so I could get my life together because while we were together, my car died on me, so I didn't have a way back and forth to campus, back and forth to work, so I was taking the shuttle back and forth to campus, which was very unreliable, if you know the gate shuttle is fucking trash, um, so he wasn't helping me get my car fixed you know he wasn't helping me pay for the place that I was staying in he paid he gave me half of one month's rent one time and had the audacity to feel entitled to my space and my my bed and my apartment that I paid for my name was on my lease And I busted my ass to live in that apartment He didn't do anything To deserve to be in my space Besides be there Just because um, I don't understand what it is with men And having this This Superiority complex If that's what you want to call it About thinking because you're a man And you have a penis And you do this and you do that That you deserve to have Things that don't belong to you Like, this is my shit. I paid for this. I worked my ass off for this. This was where I created my home and my sense of peace for me and myself, where I could come home and enjoy myself when I could get away from campus or when I could get away from my responsibilities. This was my bubble. And you took over and invaded my bubble to the point where I, I felt like I wasn't welcome in my own space of peace it was disturbed it was troubled I, there was nothing that I could do about that I felt like I was trapped in this situation that I created for myself and I didn't want to complain about it I didn't want to really deal with it because like I said I created that situation for myself and it was nobody's responsibility but my own to get myself out of it and it took me a very long time to just muster up the courage to tell him like bro you have to go and like I said the night that we broke up I told him I was going home and He basically flipped his shit because of multiple reasons. Like I said, I'm not very big on PDA. We went to my friend's house. He was very disrespectful and being overly affectionate when I asked him not to because it made me very uncomfortable and it made the people around me very uncomfortable. He continued to do it anyway. He got very, very drunk and very high and wanted to argue and lash out at me for hours. If you know the apartments in the gates, you know that um, they're very—the walls and the windows in that apartment complex are super thin. So just imagine—sorry, guys, I'm outside. Just imagine being in that apartment complex, going back and forth with a man who is—if you know me, this man is twice my size—being highly intoxicated, overly emotional, and very aggressive. He only put his hands on me once. He didn't hit me. He just pushed me. He grabbed my phone out of my hand. We went back and forth about how I was over him. I was over the situation, the mistreatment, being smothered, the insecurity, the lying, not even the lying, just the accusations that hold on guys. Oh tangled up oh, sorry, i have to edit that out. Just the the accusations that I was unfaithful to him and just all of the above, like he ruined my, my, my coming out, my probate with my sisters, the night that was supposed to be all about me, you know, if you know how probate goes, you know that there's the intro, there's reveal, there's all those things, and you're not allowed to announce the person that you're there to see until they're revealed. He came into the probate in the middle of the probate before we had revealed ourselves, and screamed my name in the middle of the probate Um, which (laughs) kind of ruined the atmosphere you know like that was my moment and you ruined it Um, that night to keep him from getting his ass beat by my fraternity brothers I had to leave my party my sister and I all of our celebration of us accomplishing our goal of becoming sisters and go with him because he was over emotional and upset and he wanted food but I knew if I didn't go and appease him he was going to raise hell and that would cause a lot of problems so I went to save myself the headache and still had to deal with it when I got home you know we went to he wanted to get food we went to get food and this man got, if you've ever been to Andes, there's this little hole in the wall called Andy's in and they have like some really bomb wings but their wings are like the size of my pinky finger this man got a 10 piece wing and a double side of macaroni and cheese and thought we were supposed to share it no babe you good you got it go right ahead eat your food enjoy your food because you wanted us to go get food but you didn't even offer to get me anything And let alone you disrespected me because you knew that my family was coming to my my probate that day. And you approached my mother and my grandmother and my sister wasted. Very, very wasted. And I just couldn't believe that you had the audacity to do that. And then had the audacity to be in my face later that evening about shit that had nothing to do with nothing. Um, Yeah. So that, yeah, we argued for hours about, about all kind of stuff. And... just it was just a revolving cycle of what did I do wrong I don't understand tell me what I did wrong you're such a fake ass bitch you're a fake ass nigga Blah, blah 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 like I was every fake ass nigga fuck ass nigga in the book because he didn't want me to leave him and then you know how niggas feel when it's it's them who's being thrown under the bus. Oh well I was only with you and you was only with me because I fucked the shit out of you, sir. Let me tell you about yourself real quick, please. I lost interest in doing anything with you physically three months three weeks before we broke up. We were only together for three months. And I just I couldn't believe that this man really had the audacity to say that to me and the fact that that I felt really disrespected because the night that it happened his friends dropped us off at my house and he was completely intoxicated and I told his friend that I didn't want him there and I wanted them to leave his friend basically left him at my apartment and like I said we argued for four for for five hours from 11 o'clock to five o'clock in the morning, six hours, excuse me, from 11 o'clock to five o'clock in the morning, we argued. And I had to catch the Greyhound at 10.30 that morning to get back home. I woke up at nine o'clock. I told him, you better call your mother and tell her to pick you up near campus because I'm going to turn in my key for work and I'm going to the Greyhound station and I'm going home. When I drop you off, I'm done with you for good. Don't call me, don't text me. I don't care what you think you're gonna do. you think you're gonna work your way back into my life and life and get back to me get back with me. That's not about to happen. I don't know what to tell you so. It is what it is. And of course, he cried and tried to apologize and still tried to kiss me when I left him. And I said, You just don't get it. Like, you don't get anything that just happened. And you think it's still all about you. Then it's not. Y'all, when I tell you I left that man at that office I got in that car I drove away in my lift I did the biggest sigh of relief that I've ever done in my life and I bawled my eyes out because I had never felt so free of anything in my life I never thought I would get out of that situation and I did Granted, it's not as bad as some people have had it, but for me, that was a really traumatic experience, and to this day, I will never, ever live with another man until that man is my husband. Even trusting myself enough to be with another man was just a lot. Not sexually, because I don't really care, I've never really been too big about sexual encounters, who cares, like it is what it is. Sex, is, sex is an act of pleasure for me, but as far as relationship-wise and feeling for somebody, I felt for one other person after him, um, and then my current boyfriend that I'm with now, it took me a very long time to open up to him and let him in. And I just, I genuinely, I just want to thank him for being so patient with me. Um, He tells me every day how much he genuinely appreciates me and everything that I am. But I don't think he understands how, how much I genuinely appreciate him in the way that he approached me. Because I've never had someone that genuinely approached me and just wanted to be my friend. You know, he didn't want anything from me. He didn't expect me to be any kind of way. Well, he thought I was really mean because I have really bad resting and bitch face. But, you know, he just, he just wanted to get to know me and just be there. Like running joke is that my best friend graduated in December so he was my only guy best friend in Valdosta besides um, one other person but he was like you know I want to take that best friend spot we're gonna be best friends so be prepared because I'm not going anywhere and he hasn't he's been there for me through a lot of stuff not saying I've really been through a lot this last year but it's been pretty stressful as far as just trying to stay focused on school and working and just trying to get my finances right you know like we've both been through a lot and he's just been constant a constant positive relief and I genuinely appreciate him for that um I really, really hope that this does continue to be something great because he's a really great person. And yeah, I just never, I never thought that I would deserve to be treated this way. But he shows me more and more every day that not even just he shows me, but I've learned over time that I do deserve to be treated better. And it's definitely a work in progress of letting him treat me this way. Because you can ask him. I really didn't let him do anything for me when we first started becoming friends and talking. But at this point in time, I've learned that it's okay to let people want to be in your life and want to do good things for you. So I genuinely appreciate him for that. And just appreciate my growth and being able to let somebody back into my life in that way. Um, I appreciate my friends for growing with me and going through the bullshit, especially Ariane, That's my A1, day one, since Miss Berry's class in the seventh grade Goddamn, Like, y'all don't understand. Me and that girl done been through hell and back. And I already told her she can't go nowhere, she know too much, so, yeah, (laughs) she stuck with me forever. But I thank my friends for being there for me, for being very supportive, for being my cheerleaders and my sisters for being there for me and riding with me and rocking with me to this day, you know. All of y'all rock with me to the wheels fall off And I really appreciate that shit Cause we come deep We don't play no games At all Y'all motivate me To be my best self Y'all know me Y'all love me Y'all joke with me Y'all play with me But y'all also tell me when I need to get my damn life together And I really appreciate that a lot of people don't have friends that will tell them about themselves. self. Because if you know me, you know I'm the type of friend that will tell you about yourself. And I need friends that's going to do the same thing. And I appreciate my friends for being them people. Tell me when I'm doing wrong. Tell me when I'm on some bullshit. So I know I'm not tripping. You know. I appreciate the the my orgs and all those people that I've met over the last couple of years that have shown me different things about myself, different sides about myself that I have never knew that there were things that I would enjoy things that I would want to do you know I try to be as supportive as I can and sometimes I genuinely feel like I'm being a bad friend because I just have my days where you know it's okay to tell people that you don't have the mental capacity or the emotional capacity to deal with them and what they have going on like I'm learning that it's okay to say I can't take this right now I can't handle this right now I have to focus on myself and some people don't understand that and it's like you'll understand when it's when it's your when it's between your peace of mind and your sanity and somebody else and their situations like i'm sorry but if i can't deal with my own shit i can't deal with your shit either like, I have to make sure that I'm straight first and make sure that I'm A1 so I can deal with So I can go and be A1 for everybody else. If I'm not A1, you're yeah. not going to get the best version of me. And I can tell you that right now. If I'm not A1, I'm not the best person to be around. So, that's why I take my mental health very, very seriously. Um, Being back at home has definitely shown me a lot to reflect on. Um, I never wanted to come back home, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's definitely challenging and something to get used to again because you get so used to living by your own rules and your own boundaries and things like that and then you have to adjust to being back with somebody else and their rules and their way of life and how they move and everything because you, you don't move like that. So it's definitely a learning experience. But I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm evolving, <laughs> if that's a better lack of a better word for you know lack of terms or whatever but I'm just I'm really excited to continue this path that I'm on Um, right now some of my short-term goals are just rebuilding my credit and learning to budget and take that shit seriously because, y'all, I spend way too much money on bullshit. So just learning to stick to a budget. Um, for those of y'all who know, I did get my last tech certification, but I haven't been very confident in myself and my abilities and the things that I'm able to do, mainly because I'm not financially where I want to be to support myself in that aspect. And I know you have to, you know, charge people and all those things. But it's like, I don't want to charge somebody if I feel like I'm not giving you my best quality. Like, I understand that that's what you want and that's what I should do. But I don't feel like I should charge anybody if I don't feel like I'm giving you something worth paying for. Yeah, I practice on people every so often and all those things. And it's not saying that I'm terrible, but lashing on a mannequin excuse me versus lashing on a person two totally different things two totally different things and then you gotta factor in each person has a different set of lashes they curl differently they sit differently each lash that you buy is different so you have to find a lash that matches that person's lash like you have to make sure your room is set at a certain temperature so your glue doesn't dry out while you're lashing You gotta make sure your client is comfortable. You have to make sure that you're comfortable. You have to make sure you have the right products. You have to make sure that you're sterilizing your products because you're dealing with people's eyes. Like, it's a lot to deal with and a lot to think about. You have to make sure that if you're doing quality work, you're charging for what you're doing. Like, you have to advertise, you have to put yourself out there and all those good things. Like, it's just, it's a work in progress. And hopefully By the end of the year, I will definitely be a lot more confident in my skills and my abilities to be able to start taking real clients and making real money. Um, That's one thing that I'm still working on is my confidence in myself and my abilities in all aspects of my life. Um, Once I feel like I'm financially stable again, everything goes back to money, unfortunately. And that's something else that I'm learning. Your mindset has a lot to do with how you move in your life, and I feel like once I get out of this mindset that I'm broken, I can't do anything if I have no money. Then I'll, then I'll start to prosper a little bit more. Um, but it's a work in progress. It's not an overnight thing. It's gonna take me some time to get there. Um, I've been working on finding good mink lashes for you guys I do have a lash vendor again I just haven't had the finances to order bulk lashes so I'm planning on with the way that my new jobs are set up I'm really planning on starting to sell my lashes by the end of October or November at the latest so they should be out by like Thanksgiving god willing god willing um Another one of my short-term goals, I've been trying to get a car for the longest, so God willing that I can manifest a way to get myself a car because it's definitely a challenge to share spaces and share cars. Like I appreciate my mom and my grandma for being very patient with me and my schedule and everything that I have going on because I know I'm, I'm a very busy person as well as they are, so just having the freedom of having my own car again would be such a blessing to relieve a lot of stress on myself and my family. Um, Just, it's just a lot that I have to be thinking about right now. Trying to figure out when I want to go back to school, what I want to do, you know. Um, If I want to change my major, For those of y'all who are struggling like me, I am four years into school and I'm not even close to graduating because again, I fucked myself up. My counselors fucked me up and didn't really help me navigate school very well. I wasn't very focused. I also got sick so that put me back a little bit. Like I'm just trying to get caught back up and keep up so I can be done. Uh, I only have about three more semesters until I'm done but me it just feels like it's so far away because I just don't know what it is that I want to do with my life right now I just feel real stuck in that aspect of everything I just know I want to make money and get myself out of debt and get a car that's where I'm at in life right now Um, I started my new jobs last week so with God's patience these will be very prosperous ventures in my life right now. Granted, hopefully I won't have to work two jobs forever. But, you know, as the pastor says, three to five incomes is the goal. I got two right now. Hopefully I'll have three or four by the end of the year. If not, by my birthday in February. So we working on it. We pushing. We trying to get there. We gonna figure it out and we're trying to do this thing man i just i just pray and really really tell myself to stay motivated baby girl you gotta look back you're not where you were and you are not the same person you were in high school you have grown a lot you know a lot you just gotta use it apply it I'm a lot smarter than I give myself credit for sometimes. So I just have to remember that and stay focused. My goals will happen. I won't be struggling for the rest of my life. I will not be broke for the rest of my life. You know, I will be stable. I will be wealthy. I will be financially intelligent emotionally intelligent, you know, I will figure this out, I will be okay, God don't give you nothing more than you can handle, I know I'm going to be okay, I just have to continue to push forward and believe in myself, and to anybody that's listening to this, please continue to do the same, whether it's in your relationship, in work, in school, and just in life in general, please continue to push yourself to be your best self. And to be better. I know I can be lazy. And such a procrastinator. And I hate it so much. But you know. Again. It's a work in progress. I'm going to do better. I'm going to get better. I'm working on it. We're going to be great. As I like to tell my boyfriend. Go have fun. Be great. live life, learn lessons be great and prosper we gonna make it this is not the end, this is only the beginning it's only the beginning thank you guys so much for listening to me just vent a little bit and talk to myself I just want you to know you're listening to this and you've ever been going through what I'm going through and just feeling lost and like you're just stuck or you just dealing with PTSD stress anxiety depression any of that stuff like give it to God or if that's not what you do meditate think about it take a walk write ride a bike listen to some music do something like You can't hold on to hard feelings. You can't hold on to negativity. The only thing that will bring about change. Is change. Positive attitudes towards change. That is the only thing. That will work. Faith and positivity. So. I leave you guys with that. And in this. This has been. The experience. Just. Again, I owe to myself, baby girl, you are so much bigger and better than you think you are. This life and your purpose is so much bigger than you. Even though you may not know exactly what it is yet, it is. And you got this. I love you. I love you. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to this. If you have any feedback or you just want to talk please let me know again i am very open to receiving feedback from you guys talking to you guys about anything if need be just let me know i really appreciate everything all the listens, all the love all the support all the sharing all of that i appreciate it very much and once i get big one day I'm going to take y'all with me and I'm going to remember all of y'all. So thank y'all so much for all of this. Be blessed. Have a great night. Thank y'all so, so much. And again, this was the minute experience. Good night, y'all.